Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip Chipperoo, everyone! Hi. Hello. <laughs> you asked me 17 times if I was ready to start. Yes. And I said I was, but I'm realizing now that I'm not. I oh. am unprepared. Well, there we go. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, we're just going to have a little conversation here. I'm buying time because I'm like, what do I say? Oh, you're looking for like your pun. Yeah, can you do it this Hello. week? Um, what is this about? It's uh, a wolf. Uh, uh, alpaca. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Okay. This episode is going to be alpacaed with fun facts and good conversations. I was going to say, how is everyone doing? <laughs> We do have a little bit of business. Just really briefly, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Fun. Exciting. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Moving forward, Rebecca, you will be known as the Rib Ek Cacao Burger. Ooh. Yeah. A little like... I think I, I see it as like a McRib with yes. like kind of like a chocolate sauce, like a not... Not like a sweet chocolate sauce. I understand what you're saying, but I do want you to know that like rib rubs. Yes. Like you can put coffee, you can put there you cocoa, go. like whatever you want in there. So that works. What are you smelling, That's what biscuit? it is. Um, so thank what you so much. Doing? It might be the candle that I have burning here, my leather candle. Sniff away, Bisky. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca joined us for our first live trivia just this past oh, weekend. Oh, Becca. Yeah. Hi, Becca. Yeah. We had so we much had... fun with you. <laughs> it was great. If you would like to have your name Burger Pond here on the show, go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Uh, we have all sorts of tiers on there, but you will get your Burger Pond na name regardless of which tier you subscribe to. It's true. But that's it. That's all we have to do there. We can get right into this. Let's do it. Do you want to start with some Bob Pond or Max Pond? 
Sure, yeah. Okay. Sink me into the episode because I'm still like, what are we doing? What are we recording here? What is this episode about? Okay, we are doing pest control trucks this week. Okay, wonderful. Your first pun is, save the last ants for me. <laughs> ants? Oh, I thought it was burgers. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Bob's. Max. Darn. Your next pun is, the tick and the dead. Bob's. Max. Okay, great. Great. Your next pun is, finish each other's centipedes. Bob's. Max. Oh my gosh. And your final pun. You're trying pun. to trick me. This isn't fair. <laughs> your final, that's the whole point of the game. Illegal. I'm supposed to try to trick you. <laughs> your final pun is, Antacid exterminators. I don't get it. Not antacid, but antacid. What? Like an antacid that you take for when you're having. Isn't that antiacid? No, it's antacid. What? You sound like you're saying there's an ant named acid. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> an, an antacid uh -huh. is something you take to like settle your stomach when. I thought You're it was an like antiacid. No, it's not. <laughs> Do you have an anti name acid? Anyway, <laughs> ant, <laughs> My brain just ant acid as two words instead Max. of one word. Bob. Wow. Oh my God. I'm oh my almost God. proud of myself. Do you need an ant an acid now? I mean, if she's nice and cooks for me. No, not an antiacid, <laughs> like an actual antacid for your stomach. Okay, we are moving on from the antacid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready for some Skylar Sides? The fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. I have a fun one from an interview from our dear friend, H. John Benjamin. By the way. Such a dear friend of ours. Sidebar. Yeah. If you're not following him on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, you said that recently, too, on another episode. And I did? Been, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to officially state my stance here because, like, you, I was supposed to be working and you walked into the room and I was just watching a shirtless video of him because that's his thing. Like, he's just always shirtless and then makes content about people are complaining that he's shirtless. Anyway, it's just high quality content. One, because everything he does is really funny. Just Two, his voice. He's earned his it. His voice. Yeah. It just feels like you're hanging out with Bob. Three, some of the content's really endearing, like his bird watching content. Oh, well, Bob knows all about that based on season 13. It's true. Anyway, so in an interview, he explained this fun fact. <laughs> so you know how we are always talking on this podcast about how the show is so special because the whole cast records together. So the cast records together and then the animation is created off the dialogue this lends itself to a lot of improvising a lot of real connection and chemistry well that was not the case with the movie interesting because of covid they did not get to record together they did it the old school way where i believe the animation was already created and then they said the lines all separate. 
Do you think this affected the movie in any way? I do think it affected it a little bit. Yes. I do think the movie had a slightly different tone, in my opinion, than a lot of the episodes have. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. It, just, it should. It, it did feel a little bit more like uniform. Yeah. Because a lot of the times you can tell on Boss Burgers when they're improvising, if you really like know what to look out for. Question for you. We're going to segue right into this episode. There is a bit where Bob, his knee is injured, and Teddy's like, I'll take you to the bathroom and I'll hold your penis if you need me to. And they kind of go back and forth about what they could prop Bob's penis up with. I'm very uncomfortable by how many times I've said penis right now. Um, but I want to get one in there. Penis. <laughs> but it, he, they land on a spatula, I think is what they... They land on a spatula, but do hopefully you... Hopefully not the one that he's going to use to cook burgers later. Well, Bob said he was joking. Right. Okay. Do you think that was improvised? I do. And I think... Okay. I think a lot, if you go back and listen to the every Bob Teddy scene in this episode, mm-hmm. like the sto- that storyline, I think a lot of it is improvised. It sounds like they were just going back and forth. Because a lot of it is just them sitting on the couch chatting about stuff. Yes. Okay. I love that theory. I love that. Maybe we can, for our weekly carousels, which are now officially back, maybe we can pull a clip. I don't want to do the penis clip because I'm pretty sure Instagram will delete our account or something. You just want to say penis again? You'll never know. Quick sidebar. Remember the game you used to play as like kids where you would yell penis and like you, oh, who can yell like, the loudest? The loudest. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I ever played, but I definitely know what you're talking about. We'll do it later on our walk in our neighborhood. No, <laughs> people probably think we're weird enough because you just like we'll go on a walk and you'll just be like chip chipperoo, and they'll be like, "What is what is with this guy?" I say that to people in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't. I did not ever get in trouble for yelling penis very loudly. I did get in trouble. Oh my gosh, my millennial babies are just going to love me right now. I got in trouble for saying Cetus Lapidus. And I was so upset because it wasn't a bad word and it was the essence of who I was. And I can't believe I got in trouble by my teacher. Uh, what's Cetus Lapidus? Um, it is... An amazing catchphrase from the brilliant, iconic movie, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Oh, you always talk about Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, and I have no idea what that is. It was. Would you watch it with me? If you want me to, sure. I like it's that. I have that much love for it. Also, my dad and I got a kitten, and we got two kittens, and he named one Rita, and I named one Xenon. Like, this is a big deal. Rita is also on Xenon? No, that was just my dad's oh. choice of name. Rita Moreno. He, w- My dad was like, you get one. <laughs> the other one would be Cetus Lapidus. I love, I love Rita and Xenon. That's, that's a great combo. I once got in trouble for wearing a hat at school. I think it was in sixth grade. Yeah, that tracks. That, that said OPP. Oh, like from, a PP? From, from, well, no, it's from that song, the uh, oh. Naughty by Nature song in the... 90s was you know you down with opp yeah you know me well apparently opp uh, stands for like other people's privates or other people's uh what p words um and some of the kids told on 
Oh, I was like, how did the teachers know this? Come on, let me wear an OPP hat. It doesn't say what it is. Also, between your dad letting you be Joe Camel and your OPP hat. (laughs) I also (laughs) got the 80s baby. I also got in trouble for wearing a marijuana leaf earring. That just embarrasses me for you. Pot ever. (laughs) Okay, well, tell me how this happened. I just. I used to go to Venice a lot, Venice Beach, with my family, <laughs> and I had an earring as a kid, and I liked to like go look at all the cool like stud earrings they had, and I saw the marijuana, and I thought it was cool. thought I'd be a cool kid with a marijuana leaf in my ear. Your, your parents let you buy that? Yeah. How old were you? My mom was... They were a little like... What? Um, Laxadaisical with some of my stuff. Okay. Some stuff that their kids should should or shouldn't be doing. We had different childhoods. My mom made me sign a contract in blood, not really in blood, that I would never get a tattoo. We might have to break that contract soon. I know. I'm sorry, Julie. I'm taking your daughter to get some tattoos. All right. Let's, right, let's, right after this. Let's go back to Bob's world. Big marijuana leaf. Oh my okay. God. Yes. Let's get into this episode because it is the Halloween episode of season eight. We are so excited we love Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode three, please? The title is The Wolf of Wharf Street. When Bob injures his knee on Halloween, sexy nurse Teddy babysits the pain pill poppin' patient while Linda takes the kids trick-or-treating. She has to go with them this year because there's a wolf on the loose. When the candy selection is a bust, they go hunting for the scary, hairy creature. This episode came out on October 22nd, 2017. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed by Mauricio Pardo. Tell me your thoughts. We are very familiar with this episode because we've done multiple Patreon episodes about Halloween specifics. Well, we do a lot of costumes. Oh, we rank the Halloween episodes. Yeah. And we also talked recently about, uh, in a fun fact you did a few weeks ago on one of the episodes of how... This second, this storyline, the B story, is kind of is based on Misery. Yeah, movie. kind of. Yeah, go watch Misery. It is a phenomenal movie. It holds up really well. It is one of the creepiest movies, most like thrilling movies that takes place in one location, pretty much. And um, you know, if you don't know the plot, it's basically that this writer is in an accident and this woman kind of like saves him and is caring for him and trying to heal him. But really she's um, holding him hostage. Well, she's a crazed fan. Yes. Yep. And, and you could say that Teddy is a crazed fan of Bob. I agree. Yeah. I think like certain things like him feeding Bob the soup and like almost spilling the soup is similar to like, she spills when she's feeding him and she gets mad at him and like, look what you made me do. And yes. There's a lot I mean, of it's all, there. they almost take scenes verbatim. Um, yeah. when Let's just do it if we're going to do it right now. Sure. Um, Bob hides the handcuffs under his shirt. That's like an exact move from the movie. I I think this, what does he hide? Um, pills. He has pills he because he has pills a plan. Because he wants to like, yeah, he wants to yeah. um, drug her. She comes in then and she's like, why are you sweating? Why are you sweating? And Teddy says that to Bob. And yeah. Scene, yeah. It's it's really verbatim. Also, the soup that Teddy makes Bob, I just was like, that looks like a great bowl of soup. I want someone to make me a bowl of soup while I sit on the sofa. 
I'll make you soup while you sit on the sofa. It's going to be canned, probably. Or, or jarred. Or no, jarred. jarred. Only the best for my, my, <laughs> my wife. Jarred. I just like, Teddy can come over and take care of me anytime. I don't know if I want Teddy to take care of me, honestly. It's yeah. A little too smothery. I want to be smothered a little bit when I'm when I'm not feeling well. Yeah. But not feeling well and, and being injured is different to me. Got it. As Got you it. would know. You've taken care of me a lot. You're not as bad as you. I've never been are. like really sick. Oh my God. Knock on wood. Thank God. I know. Oh, well, yeah. Well, knock on wood. But I just mean like, I don't get sick like. Oh my gosh. Remember when you almost died on the sofa? Well, that was because I was preparing for a um, colonoscopy and the stuff they give you the day we're, before. We're not being hyperbolic here. I woke up. I guess I was sleeping more than I thought because Max was like throwing up and stuff during the night. So I didn't know that. And so he ended up on the sofa, which is the only time he's ever done that. And I come out in the morning and I was like genuinely scared for a second. He is gray. Like there's no color to him. And then he told me everything that happened. I was like, uh, yeah, we're going in right now. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who've never had a colonoscopy and you should go get checked if you're, uh, within the right age. I think it's like 40 to 45 now. They've lowered it. Go do your, go do your thing. I, I, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, but the, the, that part's the easy part. You're drugged. The prep is the worst because you have to take this stuff that flushes out your system. I drank the giant jug of stuff and it came up the wrong way. And it kept me up all night, and I was not doing well when Skylar took me in. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyway, what a good story. Preparing for a colonoscopy would be the perfect plotline for Bob's. Like, Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done that. I'm shocked. Like, Either Linda, Teddy, or Bob having to prepare for one would just be a great B story. Yeah, but that's a freebie for you, uh, yeah, Bob's writers. Yeah, because you really need us. Take that one. Take that one in case you're running low on ideas. Shall we recent ourselves and bring ourselves back to this episode? Definitely. I don't think we should spend this whole time talking about colonoscopies. Overall, <laughs> how did you <laughs> like this episode? And overall, how did you like this as a Halloween episode? Overall, I love this episode. Overall, I love it as a Halloween episode. It has a special place in my heart because of the way everyone is dressed in this episode. Yes, iconic. Yes, but Skylar and I have mentioned numerous times on this podcast that we have, during the month of October, we have a little um, like Bob's Burgers nativity type scene that we create on our table in the living room with these mini figures, these Funko minis, and they're all from like this Halloween episode pretty much. They are, which like... Through osmosis or something, since I see them so often on our coffee table, I I just love this episode. Let's talk about the costumes. You can't talk about a Halloween episode without specifically talking about the costumes. Yeah, we've ranked the costumes, as we said, on a Patreon episode, but I don't remember where these all ranked in the the grand scheme of things, but these are all fantastic costumes. And I also don't think that we did um, Teddy as an accidental sexy nurse. (laughs) Accidental sexy nurse is hilarious. Oh, that would be so high for me. Okay, I wanted to ask you this. Do you, there's like stitching around the waistline as if he's removed something or what is that? Honestly, I think I saw something about the stitching. Let me see when I was doing some research for this episode. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Here's what it says on fandom. 
Teddy appears to be wearing the compression hose he wore in Dawn of the Peck as part of his sexy nurse costume. So maybe that's what's Mm-mm. stitched in there, no? You think he stitched compression? I have no idea. Oh, I guess. Okay. M- maybe, because they were falling down. Okay, sure. I have no idea. So we have Tina as... Wait, I just want to point out that we didn't mention that in Misery, she's a nurse. Yes. So obviously that's there's that parallel. Yes. Um, Tina as a mombie. A mombie. Okay, I just read a book on female serial killers and like this psychology she she's like a serial killer right tina no um the nurse from yes annie is her name annie yeah in misery yes yeah and she killed at the hospital apparently that is so common that nurses are like when women are female serial killers there's a whole criteria but a lot of them are nurses. A lot. Interesting. It's It makes up a huge percentage. Huh. Yeah. Or they, like, care for elderly. I don't know why I'm saying this. It was just interesting. That's fascinating. Uh, so Tina's a mombie. Yeah, Tina's a mombie. Uh, we got Gene uh, as not grapes, handsome Han- grapes. Which becomes more endearing to me every time. Yeah. When his little grapes pop, when he backs into the sticks, it's so funny. You know, Linda's a sheriff. Iconic. And Louise is the villain from No Country for Old Men, talking about serial killers. She's a serial killer. Yeah. It's on topic. Mm -hmm. So, which is your favorite costume? In this bunch? Yes. Um, Bunch. In this bunch, yes. I think... um, Louise's just for the detail because mm-hmm. I love that character from that movie, but Gene's um, addition to what he is calling it handsome grapes is uh, you can't beat that. And like Linda having to apologize because she didn't get the handsome grape part. Yeah, yeah, same, same, same. Gene's also so funny in this episode. Like, Mom, I've never been more attracted to you in my life. That was so we cackled last night. Yeah, we cackled. Randy is there. Could do with or without Randy, but yeah. yeah. I love Paul F. Tompkins, who voices Randy, but I'm not big on the Randy character. I don't need him repairing ever, really. But he doesn't like, he doesn't bother me. He's just, he's like, meh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So I need to refocus this once again. So we love the A story. All the kids go trick-or-treating with Linda, and I love that she wants to be the cool mom. She wants them to have a good night. And at the end, she did it, and she feels so proud of herself. I love the fog, the way this mood is set through animated weather is just phenomenal. Very eerie. And what's the B story? We've spent so much time talking about it. Bob and oh, Teddy. yes. Bob and Teddy, Misery. Um, I mean, you, I guess you kind of have a little bit of like the connection to the to the wolf and the alpaca with the fish odors trying to get their animals that have gotten loose. Yeah. And Bob's paranoia that he thinks Teddy has been bitten by the werewolf. Mm-hmm. The way Bob injured himself is so Bob's, so perfect, so Bob. He's trying to see if he fits into his old chef pants, and he falls. It's so good. I love those chef pants because they remind me of when I waited tables at CPK, and all the chefs had to wear those, like, pinstripe chef pants. The black ones with the white pinstripes, yeah. I have to ask. I just have to get on a soapbox and ask you, what is the photo of the wine glass and the wine bottle on the wall in their living room? Oh, I don't know. Why? I don't Why know. would they have like a photo of a wine bottle? Like, have you ever seen that as a piece of art? No, but that's something Linda would would see at like Bed Bath and Beyond and be like, okay, I guess that makes sense in the home decor section. Okay, okay, fine. I can see her picking that up. All right, if you have any theories on why they have this large framed photo or drawing of a wine bottle and a wine cup, (laughs) please let me know. I think it's self-explanatory. I only have one fun fact. So the title of the Halloween movie that Bob and Teddy end up watching is called Bosom Bloodies. Yes. Which, if you don't know, is a reference to the 1980s sitcom Bosom Buddies, which my dad was actually a writer on. It's It's one of his first writing gigs. And it starred, it co-starred Tom Hanks. I mean. It's Pretty much where Tom Hanks got his his mm-hmm. start. Yeah. Very cool. Very fun show. It's also, um, it's another playback to Misery because Teddy's like, I'm a huge fan of this. Like a hyper fan. Annie's a hyper fan. What else about this episode? Anything you want to discuss before we start kind of like making our way into the end credits here? It's just really one that you can come home from a long day of work and put it on and feel so just happy watching and i really appreciate that yeah the llama's really cute the llama's super cute i love that llama not super large makes no. makes scary like screaming noises 
Love it. But I do like the llama, and we'll t- we'll talk all about the llama and Lola, the wolf, in yes. the end credits. I love the fish odors part in this. Of course, Felix would have a pet wolf and not be able to care for it. Rich people and exotic pets, man. Am I right? Yeah. It's not safe or good for the animals. No, not at all. Should we get into the end credits? Let's do it. Okay. So the final moment is everyone is back in the living room. And when I say everyone, I mean Teddy and Randy are there as well. And apparently they're not going anywhere anytime yep. soon. All right, I'll get you guys some sheets and blankets. No, Linda, they're not staying. Can I borrow some pajamas, Bob? Maybe an oversized tee? Absolutely not. I've got your oversized tee, you. Randy. One question. Do you like Betty Boop? Yep. So, tell me what happens when we go into this end credit sequence. What are we looking at first? We are in the kitchen. Classic end credits kitchen sequence. We have Tina, Louise, and Bob. Bob has his brace on, one uh, crutch under his arm while he's cooking. Louise and... Tina are still in their Halloween costumes, which is super fun, especially because seeing like a shorter version of Linda from the back is hysterical. Yeah. Because your mind goes, Linda, but you know it's Tina. Yeah. I need to see that version of Linda and little Bob, Gina's little Bob, running around. Yes. (laughs) And then we get this music that is not my favorite. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast all along, when Linda makes her like weird like voice, it drives me crazy. Last night, when the credits came on, because it's that horrible sound right away, Max and I just looked at each other, <laughs> like deep into each other's souls. We love Linda. We love you, John Roberts. I cannot stand when Linda does that. But luckily, it doesn't last for very long when we get I to the worried. song. I was worried. Yeah. I was worried. Yeah. Um, before we go on, I would just want to talk about the dialogue right before the episode ended. Jean talks about a Betty Boop t-shirt, and it just hit my subconscious so hard. Like, did we all have an oversized Betty Boop t-shirt when we were kids? Something along those lines, for yes. sure. Like, I... I feel like it's so weird. I feel like I did have a Betty Boop one for some reason, but like I know I didn't. Yeah, but I almost, but I did. I definitely had like Looney Tunes or some kind of old timey cartoon characters. It's a very specific vibe, and that's why the joke worked so well. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. All right, let's get into these credits a little bit. Who's a fun mom on Halloween? She does spooky things, and she looks really young. So we get. Linda singing her Halloween song. Love it. Great song. What happens as she's singing? She crosses in the window from right to left. Singing the song. Singing the song. And then the llama goes from alpaca. left to Sorry, the alpaca goes from left to right. Who's a fun mama on Halloween? She does spooky things and she looks real young. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. I figured I'd just let it play. Yeah. Because the song is so good until the end when she starts making her noises again. <laughs> Linda and the alpaca kind of cross 
through the window a few more times. Linda comes directly into the window and is like into her performance. Gets the burger that's been placed in there, as she usually does, to go deliver it to whoever's in there. I'm assuming it's Randy and Teddy because everyone's still in their costume. Maybe they came down to have a nice little like midnight burger meal. I love it. And what else happens? How do we close out these end credits? So then Jean comes from right to left, riding the Wolf of Wharf Street with his grape costume popped, which is great. And then Bob flips a burger into the wolf's mouth, which I love. Just beautiful. First of all, Jean, way to tame a wolf and ride it. <laughs> way to tame a wolf and ride Incredible. it. Incredible. I guess the way to do that, though, is to feed it burgers. Well, it's now had a so. full pizza and a Bob's burger, so I'm just very jealous of this wolf. Yeah, it's a great uh, meal. Yeah. Or multiple meals, whatever. Yeah. Highlights, low lights. We know the low light. Yeah, we know the low light. Linda's annoying voice at the beginning and the end. Highlights are Tina, how much she does and doesn't look like Linda from the back. The burger flip. Burger flip's great. The wolf and the alpaca. Yes. Love love the two of them. And Jean's popped grapes. I agree. Although these aren't credits that send me. No, I'm I'm with you. Um, Shall we score them? Yeah. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. You want to go first or should I go first? I can go first. Just okay. don't let me influence you. I'm going to say 8. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, cool. Yeah, 8 H's. It's, yeah. I love, you know, I love the classic kitchen scene. I love that they're all still wearing what they were wearing in the episode. Mm-hmm. I love the appearance of the wolf and alpaca. I do, too. But I take it down for Linda's annoying voice at the beginning and the end. Where's Teddy? He's probably waiting off to the side for his burger. Maybe he took. Maybe he's in a booth with Randy this time. He's He figured he'd sit with Randy. Did anyone unbuckle him? Unbuckle him. Oh, maybe he's up there. Maybe he's waiting for his burger up there because they didn't know how to get him out of the handcuffs. <laughs> he's, still, he's still attached to the table. <laughs> Oh my god, poor Teddy upstairs, hungry. It would have been funny if it panned up and you saw Teddy just like, hello? See, that's what would have could send this to like a 10 for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, those are the end credits to The Wolf of Wharf Street. Thank you everyone for listening. We have those images, as you've requested, that go with this episode on Bob's credits on Instagram, Bob's credits wherever else you want to follow us on social media. And uh, what else, Skylar? What else do you say to everyone before you get out of here? I'm just going to say, stay mommy. Zombie. Zombie. Mombie. Mombie. Mombie zombie. Stay mommy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.